radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas, I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Scoop. And wait, 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 wait. Poop. I'm your host once again this week, Giuseppe. And with me again this week is uh, Primetime. Primetime, how's it going? I'm doing very well, Giuseppe. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. I've adjusted to the time zone differences and everything like that, so I'm good to go. Uh, Tony, we're also with you. Producer Tony is here. Tony, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great because uh, this computer has uh, held up. Uh, we made it. <laughs> we made it last week through the whole show, and uh, things are looking good. So I don't have to worry about that. I guess. Awesome. Glad to hear it. I'm actually using a new recording device this week. Um, I'm taking advantage of one of the few Christmas presents that I received this year, which is the AirPod Pro 2. Ooh. Um, uh, yeah. So there, I, this is literally the first time I'm using them, period. I synced them up uh, earlier this morning to make sure that I wouldn't have any audio issues and tested it this morning before we recorded the podcast here Wednesday night. And uh, it's uh, it feels weird, but... I think uh, I like them better than what my head previously. I gotta so say, I'm happy about that. the microphone is pretty good. I'm kind of impressed. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's it feels different because these actually have the the rubber tips. That's what she said. Hey-oh. And and uh, it allows for them to stay more snug in my ear. So yeah, it feels good. Feels good. Um, what did you guys? Any highlights from Christmas before we go into fantasy football stuff? What, what would you say was your your best gift? Prime time. Let's start with you. Um, <clears throat> my kids made me stuff, so that's usually uh, kind of cool. Other than that, I got a book. So a book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what book was it? Uh, <clears throat> it's a book about the Russian Revolution. So, but I like history. That's a thing. And you're a communist, so it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes, comrade. Yes. Uh, it's funny. Um, my father, sorry, Tony, what's your gift? And then we could talk about Russian communism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally, new podcast. Uh, the best thing I got um, was probably this. Uh, it's like a log grabber. So, like, we do a lot of fires. We do a lot of camping. We do a lot of bonfires. 
And, like, you always need, like, a good poking stick to maintain the fire. Uh, my wife got me this, like, steel pole that has a spring on it, and it has, like, a grabber kind of uh, thing, so you could actually, like, grab the logs and, like, hmm. twist them and stuff. So, yeah, I'm really excited to use that. Okay, so it's not one of those things that you see the, the people who are on parole who are picking up trash on the side of the highway you're using. It's different than that? It's it's similar to that, but it's, like, way beefier where I could, like, handle the full-size, like, firewood log, if you can think of it that way. Okay, got it. That's, that's pretty right. nice. Interesting, interesting. Um, prime time, you're going to love this. My, I'm, So I'm here at my in-laws this week. I got here on Christmas morning, and I'm here until New Year's Eve. And earlier today, the, the Russian talk got me. It, it reminded me of this. <laughs> uh, and but it, but it, it's it has nothing. You'll see where I'm getting with it. And my father-in-law was watching something. I believe it's it must be on Pluto because it might have been like a MacGyver channel. Um, but he was watching multiple episodes of uh, MacGyver in a row, and one of them uh, they were in Russia. And it was it was like height of Cold War type stuff. It was it was funny to watch. Yeah. And so the, the the revolution or the Russian Revolution book comment reminded me of that. And obviously MacGyver beat uh, Russia, right? No, he was helping Russia because there was actually an American traitor who wow. um, was the enemy. Yeah. Dude, we should be watching this right now. <laughs> so, how did he do it? Did he have like a paper clip and like a chewed piece of gum? Like, how did he? How did he do it? You know what, Tony? I'm gonna actually link this to something you're interested in. So, this is what a good host does, and this is what you guys have been lacking, if if I do say so myself. But I know Primetime is a MacGyver fan, so I'm I'm telling this story to relate to him, and now I'm gonna relate to you by telling you this: the story essentially of this episode is like the dungeon of the loot cave in destiny. <laughs> so right. what happened is this guy, this U S general or whatever he was, um, was in search of this fortune of in gold bars and the coordinates were hidden on a single gold bar that was in this downed plane that was carrying the gold. And so he was meant to go to this cave where the coordinates led him to and the cave had a bunch of booby traps and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And so he he needed to keep MacGyver alive in order to, like, disarm traps and crap like that. So he gets to the final trap that MacGyver disarms, and he goes and he, like, kicks him to, like, fall off the, the edge. But he's, like, hanging on for dear life. And so the guy is, like, ignores MacGyver because his eyes are, like, with the greed. And one of the uh, guys who was standing guard who is dead because this treasure has been sitting there for, you know, 30 years or whatever on, you know, unmarked or whatever he goes and he, he notices that there's a single gold bar on that guy's lap. <laughs> okay. Ignores the fact that there's like literally a, a, a like a, a uh, what's it called? Like a pallet filled, filled with gold bars, but just one gold bar. He's like, no, 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 that has to be part of this, these ones that I get. And so he grabs the gold bar and it triggers an explosion that knocks him off the platform and in, down to his death. So he died due to the greed of, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, of the, the pit. And so MacGyver then was able to survive because what he did was he used the gold bars that were on the pallet 
as a way of basically breaking through the ice and getting out of the thing. So he used it as the, the way to break through the ice. I got yeah. a great idea for a new podcast since this is the last, <laughs> this is the last episode of Scoop and Poop for this year. Let's just have Giuseppe watch MacGyver episodes, Bishop, and uh, give us a review. And ex- I love it, dude. Sign me up. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> it could also be used as a sleep aid because I'm sure we lost several <laughs> listeners there. Um, uh, but, but to bring yeah. it back to something just uh, Bishop could uh, relate to, think of the Goonies, like all the booby traps in the Goonies. Oh, okay. You probably see I got that you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay, great. I'll look out for that. Oh, one. yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's something that, that I saw that was interesting. Um, so now we'll do what we're supposed to be doing here, and that's talk fantasy football. So last week was the final week of the season for us. For all intents and purposes, the only thing that is remaining is the second week of the Rumble, which we will not be recording a podcast for. So, gentlemen, if you want to know the results of that, go to the website or read your email since I'll probably send an email. So we'll start with the Rumble for the time being. So that way people can at least have a, an update on where they stand from a progress standpoint. We had six people who were in the Rumble. It was Matt, Primetime, Mike. BDI, Tony, and Santino. And at the moment, as things stand, we have primetime. Believe it or not, you are top of the table at the moment. With why 100... do you, you sound so surprised? This is I'll, like I'll, you know why? obvious gonna... that it was going to happen. Time out. You know why I sound surprised? Why is that? Because last week, you were the top scoring team. And I will say that almost without fail, no team goes consecutive weeks as being the top scorer, which is what makes the Rumble, a two, the two-week Rumble, such an interesting prospect, is that you're not necessarily out of it because of some, such things. So that's why I say it's surprising. In fact, I believe you said something along the lines of, I wish the Rumble was last week because you would have a yeah, head start, I right? I that. Yep, yep. Okay, well, I will fact check you because that's incorrect. <laughs> Because okay. Micah, you're about to get a bunch of angry emails from Micah, so I'll I'll, I'll say it now before he does. Uh, Micah actually outscored me because we I had a defensive deduction because Micah call, uh, sent me a text to remind me that Micah's... he would have beaten me this week. No, Micah's not in the Rumble, bro. He's in the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, I understand this, yeah. and but I think That's this was uh... before he was he knew he wasn't in the Rumble. Oh, does that does that make okay. sense? All right, so, fine. Yeah, so it was one of those where, uh, oh, I, I, I believe his exact words were, "If we were in the playoffs, I would have won," because I, you know, beat you. And I'm like, I'm not going to the playoffs. So that's how okay. I know I wasn't the high scorer the week before. So, okay. but yeah, I will be the high scorer this week and next week, and I will be your two-time Royal Rumble winner because I won last well, year. I mean, are you planning on starting somebody other than Donald, Donovan Peoples-Jones next week? Because you're probably going to need to do that if you want to be the top scorer next week. You so, know what? I might keep him in. Several Jets. <laughs> I want to see multiple Jets in your lineup. <clears throat> Apparently, t- Tony Pollard's hurt. Yeah, he is. is. Short week, stupid. too. Stupid. Yep. Oh, uh, man. Honestly, like we can talk about this now, but week 17 this this year is going to be an absolute bloodbath i cannot i i don't know what people are doing who have super bowls week 17 are going to do like you're missing derrick henry tua um 
potentially Justin Fields, right? We don't know yet, yet what's going to what's going to happen there. A uh, bunch of other, like you said, Pollard, Jalen Hurts, um, yep. Jalen Hurts, uh, Aaron Jones. I know got hurt last week, and I don't know if he's going to play this week or not. Uh, I mean, just like it's just uh, a, a freaking disaster of what's going to happen. So people are going to be trotting out some real trash in uh, in their championship weeks, which is exactly why I don't like having having that happen. Because literally, Derrick Henry's fine. He's being sat because this game coming up for Tennessee is irrelevant. It all comes down to the final game of the season against Jacksonville. That head-to-head matchup is going to determine who goes to the playoffs or not. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm in a week 17 Super Bowl in another league and it's 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 looking bad for me. Uh, I have Jalen Hurts and Tua and I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I picked up <laughs> I picked up Danny Dimes in case of emergency if case Hurts doesn't play. Uh, but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm down bad right now in in that playoff. Yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine. It's not a, a good situation to be in. So, Primetime, you had 111 points scored, 23 coming from Kirk Cousins, who's been uh, very solid the last uh, three weeks Keeper. when it comes to fantasy numbers. Keeper! So, Keeper! If he did that during the season, we could talk. But, yeah, not after I'm eliminated. <laughs> exactly. You know who is a keeper, though? And it's going back a long, long time ago, but you made a trade with Turtle for James Conner. And I think that he is definitely keeper material. He's put up double digits the last uh, six weeks in a row. And I think he's he's going to be, if, if he didn't get hurt, I think he probably would have been in the top 10 in terms of fantasy running backs this year. So I think that, I think you should definitely consider uh, keeping him going in the next year, uh, especially if, if Kyler Murray is going to miss some of the early part of the season next year, I think that's yeah. a, that's a good uh, one for you. I definitely plan on keeping him. My only problem is I have to take turtle scraps for them to be good. <laughs> you look, uh, like James Conner is going to be terrible. Like if you look at his first five weeks, whatever, when turtle had him, he was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt and then I got him and then he blows up. So the problem is I have to let turtle draft someone crappy, wait for him to drop him and yep. then pick him up. Yeah. Like week five, you want to swoop in, and pick up whoever <laughs> turtle drops. That's that's I'm a pro plant, tip. Plant seeds in his head about. Oh man, this guy's looking terrible this year. I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently he said that. Uh, me me laughing at him drafting uh, Tyler Lockett, which I did do, and I still would would do again because none of us knew Geno Smith was going to do what he did this year. I mean, come on, let's let's call it what it is. And so he cut him after a couple of weeks, and he ended up being BDI's like second best wide receiver. So yeah, nice job, prime time. You you put up a good. Good score the first game. You actually gave yourself a nice um, cushion. You're up, I think, uh, roughly 30 points on the, the next team, which is a tie between Mike and uh, Tony. I won't talk about Tony because we're going to do that in the in the recap of the third place game. But Mike has 83 points. He had a really good performance out of Dak Prescott in that game against Philly, which did not start off well because Prescott threw a pick six to, to start that game. But uh, Leonard Fournette ended up having uh, a good game, even without scoring a touchdown. Najee Harris, um, double digits, which is nice. <laughs> but, you know, not not much beyond those guys. The His kicker was great. He put up 14 points, but solid performance to get him to 83 points. So right now, basically, the leaders in the clubhouse or the best the best odds of getting to the, the Rumble victory would be you, Primetime, Mike, and Tony. Everybody else is, is pretty 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 far away i mean the next closest team is santino and i mean if, if i just tell you that then you know that he's got to be 
far away, right? So also, BDI scored uh, forty points in a rumble where he opted into, which is hilarious. Well, I mean, you want to call it foreshadowing, we can, but last week I said the same thing. He was the lowest scoring team, and I said, I don't know why he was so excited to get into the Rumble, and what did he do? He basically matched his effort of being the lowest scoring team once again. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, that's that's, uh, BDI for you. So, all right, let's get into the third-place game. So we had Matt's, uh, I don't even want to reference his team name because he hasn't changed it in three weeks, against Tony's occasional crash chop. And uh, primetime, I got to give you credit. You said that this would be a blowout, and that's how it ended up working out. I thought that this was going to be a much closer game than it was, but I think a lot of things happened for for Matt negatively that, that didn't allow that to happen. He only puts up 54 points. Um, Justin Fields, uh, I don't know. Did, did you get to see any of that Bears-Buffalo game? I know that you being in Florida, I don't know what was available for you to watch during the early slate. Because Tampa obviously wasn't playing there, so I don't know what they give you during the early game. Uh, you you want to know what's funny? I just noticed it in the last couple of weeks. Sorry, this is a side tangent. Uh, early huh. in the season, we get uh, when the Bucks aren't on, we get you know the NFC South, right? We get Carolina, uh, Saints, and you know that crappy division. <clears throat> but a few weeks ago, now we get like there was a, specifically there was a Carolina Panthers game on. That should have been, I assume, the local. But mm-hmm. it was—I'm <coughs> sorry—it was like the one of the New York teams, either the Jets or the Giants, whichever one played at noon. Interesting. Uh, that was the local game, and I, I wow. think I—I think I figured it out. Is because there's so many New Yorkers here uh-huh. for because uh, <laughs> uh, like the snowbird season started, so yeah. like the New Yorkers are down here, and I bet you they decided, you know what. They're not going to watch the Carolina Panthers. No one wants to watch Carolina Panthers, <laughs> so we'll put the the Jets game on. Uh, that's why you're such a huge very... Jets fan, huh? That's yeah, that. clearly you they just out. follow me. Yep. Also, the Jets played Jacksonville, and that's a Florida team. Maybe that was why. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, because Buffalo is a New York team, and that's where the Bears played. But they, maybe that Buffalo people don't aren't snowbirds they they relish the cold i don't know i don't know <laughs> they thrive in, in new it. york they love yeah. it they bask in it yeah. the main thing is no one knows what they're doing down here that's what I've noticed. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean that that game was um it was exciting for you know for us bears fans because in the first half they were playing well they were holding buffalo down tony was probably very disappointed because he wasn't getting any points out of uh, josh allen but at the end, he was able to pull through a very, very good fantasy game purely out of uh, charity points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Two touchdowns in, like, the last five minutes of the game for Josh Allen. One was, like, completely unnecessary, and that was the one to Gabe Davis, I want to say. Uh, no, it was the one he threw to the tight end. Oh, Dawson Knox. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, because I think I believe Gabe Davis had the first touchdown of the game the for one? Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally unnecessary. Uh, but I loved when I, I loved it when I saw it because Justin Fields just couldn't get anything going. Like all of the Bears receivers are hurt, and like their offensive line is hurt, and their defense is terrible, and they played Buffalo. So it just it was a perfect storm of just bad news for uh, for Justin Fields this week. Yeah, it was uh, it was not good, and they held him to like no rushing yards, seven for eleven, which is the lowest output he's had. Uh, all season so tough game for the bears which you know really hurt um matt there he wasn't going to start tyler huntley 
And uh, even if they were playing Atlanta, uh, 54 points. His only guys who went into double digits were Terry McLaurin and the Pats defense. Uh, both got touchdowns. Nobody else scored a touchdown for him um, outside of fields. Uh, Tony, for you, obviously, that we talked about the 21 points from, from uh, Josh Allen. Jalen Waddell had a really nice game for you on Christmas Day. I believe that was the early, if the first game on Christmas Day. You caught like an 80-yard bomb to start the game or something like that, right? I yeah. was driving here, so I missed it. He sure did. I was uh, I was opening presents, and uh, I checked my phone, and I saw the, the 12. It was like a 12-point play or something crazy like that. Uh, I didn't see it live, but, uh, man, that guy is explosive when uh, – mush brain can get him the ball which is probably not going to happen again this year yeah no i mean that's it's unfortunate that Tua's had three concussions this year and he's played games each yeah. time and it's just it's absolutely brutal and it's uh it's messing not only with miami's playoff chances but the guy's you know livelihood and his career and stuff like that because they can't get that stuff in check so yeah two very unfortunate like there. three really bad interceptions like late in that game and they came out that yeah he got a concussion earlier in the game and he kept playing so that that's i with all the shit that happened earlier in the season with him i just can't fucking believe that they did it again they let him go back out there after suffering another concussion and i keep wanting to know what is the purpose of these independent yeah. doctors or whoever who are evaluating like it's one thing to blame the coach or whatever because he wants to do it or he needs he needs to win or whatever fine like but that doesn't matter. It shouldn't be in his hands to begin with because this independent um, doctor is supposed to be the one who's who's doing the assessment evaluation and has no nothing, let's say, like no no skin in the game because he's just there to, to assess the guy. But, yeah, I mean, beyond that, Tony, you, you really didn't have, like, a, an incredible week by any means. McCaffrey got you a touchdown but only 11 points in a game that San Francisco absolutely dominated. So I was kind of curious as to how they scored all those points without McCaffrey doing much. Uh Joe Mixon has apparently become a PPR monster <laughs> because yeah. he ain't getting in the end zone. <laughs> he got seven for 43. Um, and then you had a good game out of your kicker. Um, that was, we should talk about that. So Minnesota wins on a 61 yard field goal to yeah. end the game in regulation after that they blow uh, a sizable lead to the giants. And they, I mean, the, the giants, I believe scored with like, 40 seconds left or something ridiculous like that. But Minnesota was able to somehow get into field goal range and, and dude lines up a, a kick and, and nails it. So that was huge both for fantasy and both for the NFL. Can you believe that the Vikings are 10 and O this year in uh, single, uh, single digit games? Uh, yeah, I can, I can believe that. I'm more surprised that they're like overall record, honestly. I mean, that's what I mean. They they literally have not lost a game in which they were that that's within single digits. Well, yeah, but they're normally... like a fourth quarter team, right? They always, you yeah. know, they do all their scoring in the fourth. So I could see them winning close games. I just can't believe they're not getting blown out in the games that they're not close. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, yeah. I think they're. I don't remember what their overall record was, but it's something ridiculous. I think they only have one one or two losses. Yeah, that's ridiculous. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty unbelievable, for sure. But we'll see what that means when they get to the playoffs, because obviously, you know, stuff like that tends to run out, I feel like. <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, you never know. Yeah. So 
third place winner for me, uh, Matt, unfortunately, uh, was the wild card and then didn't win any additional money. So sorry, Matt. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's stuck with fourth place certificates, which are not redeemable for any sort of U.S. currency. But <laughs> I guess you can you can you can uh, hang them in a wall. Maybe in Santino's got the template. Maybe in Bishop's communist future, those will be worth gold. <laughs> you traded in on at the breadline. <laughs> uh, finally, we've got the championship game between Micah Serbia and Cologne Rocks, and this was uh, not even close. Micah lost by fifty points, seventy to one twenty. Um, honestly. The, the guys who I thought were going to not do anything for him ended up having good weeks. I mean, Devonta Smith put up 25, and Garner Minshew, in, in relief of Jalen Hurts, puts up 19. Uh, I was not expecting that to happen, but <laughs> Tony, what happened to your boy Zay Jones? <laughs> well, well, he goes from uh, the penthouse to the doghouse. Uh, he scores 30 on me the week before, and this guy scores one point against the the daunted Jets. I mean, the Jets just shut them down prime time. That's really what happened here. They tend to do that. Uh, I think Micah had a winning roster on his bench. Let's talk about that for a hot minute. I mean, his 55 mer was was very, very bad. (laughs) But, I mean, realistically, in order for him to get there, he would have needed to bench... David Montgomery for Cam Akers and Zay Jones for Hawkinson, which I guess I could see happening, but I don't think he ever plays Cam Akers over David Montgomery or even Travis Etienne. You know what I mean? So in order to get there, it would have, it would have taken, you know, something remarkable. Also, he played the wrong defense (laughs) because his Detroit lions did not do anything against Carolina. They, they shit the bed. They they absolutely blew it. I mean, he's just lucky that they only got him a negative three instead of a negative five because they got three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to make that game more respectable. I don't know what the hell happened there. Also, I'd just like to point out the Nick Chubb bet primetime has Ooh, been you're right, settled, yeah. and Saquon Barkley has outscored Nick Chubb. So I believe you owe Turtle money as well. But, uh, yeah, you, you owe me some more money, buddy. Yeah, I'll do that from my uh, weird money sending app. Oh my God, that Tony makes fun of me for. We never talked about it when it happened. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, Nick go God. ahead. So, uh, a little uh, behind the curtain here, like we have to pay for podcast hosting. This 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 thing actually costs us money, if you can believe it. So, oh no. lost Tony. <laughs> Bishop Bishop sends. I asked Bishop to send me money, and he did, which I'll give him. He did it promptly, which is very nice yeah. of him. Uh, nice. But I got this weird text message. From like a some like, do you remember the DCWA GeoCities page back in the day, like web page? <laughs> so I click. Uh, I do. I click the link <laughs> to get my money, and it looked like one of those websites, like from like 1996. It looked it looked like Sasha made it on like uh, the library computer in the <laughs> at Glenbard North. so like it's asking me for my banking information and i'm like really sus about it so i'm like i don't know about this but i you know like (laughs) he 
I asked for money. He gave me this link, so I might as well go through with it. And I did get my money, but it was very, very shady. What, what kind of do they have like real banks in Florida, Bishop? Why are you using this thing? Yeah, I don't like banks, dude. Obviously, credit union, uh, for for life. But uh, yeah, have I ever steered you wrong before, Tony? No, have the, I ever taken money out of your 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 pocket? The money was green. never happened. It, it, it exactly. worked out great. If I send you a link, Tony, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't in a greasy paper bag like somebody has paid before. <laughs> but yes, that, that's, my, I do want, that's my story. Uh, I do want to talk about this Nick Chubb thing, though. Literally since Deshaun Watson started playing, he has not been able to score double-digit points. So yeah. not only has Watson like been bad at playing quarterback, but he's also basically handcuffed Nick Chubb's ability of being productive. Oh my God. Who knew that? And Jacoby I would make Brissett... the argument. Like I was laughed at when I said this week one, or like I was after the draft. And I was like, I would definitely take Chubb over uh, Barkley. And I think if you don't include those last two weeks where Barkley blew up, we're talking about just regular season. I think I, I, would stand to be correct on that one, but that's fine. I'll send you guys the money. It's no problem. I just want to say that I wasn't wrong about Nick Chubb. Except, no, you. Except you were. Yeah, you you were, but you were. But I mean, it's it is what it. But whatever. I mean, I I understand where you're coming from, and you know, we all want to make exemptions in order to get to, whatever, to make ourselves look better. Yeah, whatever makes you sleep sleep better. That's, that's, I'm going to send Giuseppe a skeptical link now. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't click it, Juice. Don't click it, especially if you're out of the country. You're gonna get flagged yeah, no, on a, a CIA list or something. <laughs> exactly. So on the Cologne Rock side, I mean, 120 points. They got you know great performance out of uh, Patrick Mahomes. He scores three touchdowns. Austin Eckler, who's been an absolute stud this year, um, the number one fantasy football running back, and he's he's been as consistent as they come. He's a guy who historically has not been known for scoring touchdowns and this year has been the opposite because he's been able to catch like four or five touchdowns and then run another like eight to ten so he's been absolutely uh rock solid and he, he gave a, a great performance when it counted jerick mckinton got another touchdown cd lamb he finally put up that wide receiver one stat line he's done it a couple times this year but especially this week he caught two touchdowns 10 catches just a monster game and then uh, special teams came came into play to 18 points out of uh, the Cowboys kicker. So 120 points for Cologne Rocks. They take home uh, another title for the Shula division, the most dominant division in our fantasy football league, the division of champions, and they just continue to live up to the reputation. Uh, I did not do the research beforehand, but I could probably safely say that four of the last five championships probably come from the Shula it's probably eight of the last ten. I don't know. It's it's got to be a big number because we we win them all. I think and... this is the third trophy for uh, Cologne Rocks. I want to say. Wow. Okay. So they're catching up. So primetime, they're they're about to to pass you up, right? Aren't you sitting at four? I don't. I think I'm sitting on three. You're sitting at three. Am, am I at four then? Uh, hold on. I got, I'm at four I got or the five. archives up right now. Giuseppe, one, two. Uh, three, four, five, Giuseppe. Five, okay. You have five. Five. Yeah. One. Okay. Bishop's the only one that, no, I think Bishop's the only one that went back to back. 
Okay. That I remember. Yeah, that was Peyton Manning. Okay. Yeah, one, two. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Yeah. Three. Literally just because of Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah. I think you only have three, Bishop. Wow. Okay. So now you are you've been tied by somebody in my division. So you're chasing two people in our division. And Got I also it. have three. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. It's it it uh, you know I got to see who's in my rearview mirror, and it seems like there's a few guys that are making a move. So, uh, congrats to uh, Cologne Rocks, and I don't believe this was publicly known. Um, so I think this is probably a good time to say it. This is a Chris McLean championship earlier in the year. Uh, I do not remember exactly which week in the season, but Pee Wee had uh, reached out to me and said that he's no longer going to be participating in the league. Uh, and he wanted it to be kind of like effective immediately because he's just got, you know, uh, his own reasons about it. And so he he uh, decided to bow out and Chris has been taking the helm and has been leading the the, the Cologne Rocks ship to the, the title this year. So congrats to you, Chris. Um, I'm guessing you probably want to be in the league next year as well. <laughs> so, I hope so. I uh, hope so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, to defend your championship. And uh, yeah, so congrats to you on that. Uh, for everybody in the league who has money coming to them, obviously what I'd like to do is I'm going to wait until after the Rumble's done so that way I can square everybody up that way. Um, generally speaking, what I like to do is if it's a, anything less than 20 bucks, I just roll it over. Just It makes things a little bit easier from an accounting standpoint. You know, So I'm not chasing people for what account to send it to or whatever the case may be. Obviously you, you're well within your right to ask for the money. So just let me know, but I'm just going to assume that you don't need it. If it's, you know, less than 20 bucks, everybody else, obviously you have the option of uh, rolling over a portion of it, all of it, none of it and, and taking out the rest. So, you know, uh, I'll put a spreadsheet or a screenshot of us of my spreadsheet on the, on the message board. Once I have the final numbers from the rumble, and uh, we can go from there. So expect payment at the end of or sometime next week. Um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 kind of the the gist of of this show. I know we typically do like closing thoughts on the season. I'm gonna leave that to the both of you guys because you've been you know doing the the podcast week in week out and everything else. And so I, I'll, I'll leave the floor to you guys to, to close everything out because you have been the ones who continually uh, find time between, you know, work and time zones and everything else to, to get things going. And I do appreciate that you guys are continuing the podcast, even with, uh, with me not being a part of it. So I'll, I'll let you guys close up the, the, the season. Bishop, why don't you go ahead first, bud? Oh, yeah. I kind of want to talk about... Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Micah. Uh, I think he was the, the little engine that could. Uh, at 6-8, and eight, he was able to make it to the championship game. And a couple uh, roster moves away from winning a title, which would have been amazing for someone from the Dicka to win the title. Uh, I don't know if you had the archive page open, but is Worm the last person to win a title from the Dicka? And that was like week one of the league. Uh, yeah, that it was sounds... the first year. Yeah, no, uh, Nick Middick won one in 2013. Oh. He was in that division, I believe. Okay, so yeah, uh, it would have been almost 10 years since someone won from that division. I was so really rooting two, for him. Two Super Bowl <clears throat> winners from the Ditka in the entirety of this. Season. In 20 years, yeah. yeah. That's that's hard to do, even if you tried. You couldn't do that. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so props to Micah. I was rooting for you. I think I picked you last week. Uh, wish you would have started, uh, you know, big, what does he call him? Big Hawk Hawk or something? I don't know. Some we- He's got some weird Detroit name for that guy. Uh, yeah, he should have played him and the other guy. So yeah, and uh, I want to give a shout out to Turtle for helping out in the season. Uh, you know, taking over the podcast role. It's unfortunate he couldn't be here t- at the end. Uh, he had some stuff outside of the league to do, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Tony, what do you got? Oh uh, yeah, just echoing a lot of those sentiments. Uh, I. We greatly rely on content from other from other owners mm. here. So big shout outs to Hanzo, big shout outs to Kowalski, big shout outs to you, Giuseppe, for taking the time to send us audio clips. Um, I we greatly appreciate it. We love hearing from you because you're so goddamn far away. Uh, and that's my bathroom breaks. So yeah, I loved it, Giuseppe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that and uh, again, shout out to Turtle. Um, you, you hosted for a couple years uh and we had fun with you and thanks for doing it and you know the door's always open if you ever wanted to come back uh, i think i said that when 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 you ended up uh stopping and uh just wanted to thank all the people who listen um i know there's probably some people that aren't in the league that still listen i know sasha sends me uh messages every once in a while so thank you for giving us your time and uh yeah, I uh, I like I love doing this. I know it's kind of been rough with the turnover over the past couple of years, but I don't plan on stopping. So, and thank you to Bishop for making time every every week for uh, being awake. I know it's hard for you <laughs> at your <laughs> advanced age. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, <clears throat> if it wasn't for the hurricane, I think I would have made it every single week too. Yeah, and I ho- I want to know if that. That trampoline never comes down. I, I'm I'm invested uh, in this now. It's not going anywhere, dude. It's it's like welded to those trees now. <laughs> it's gonna live there forever. Yeah, and it was uh you know a pretty open season. I mean, we two ladder two lottery teams had five wins. Right, the worst the worst team in the league was five and nine, which is un unheard of. I think, like, mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was a crazy year. There was a lot of injuries. There was a lot of uh, a lot of weird things happening, you know. But uh, Santino won five games. Look at that, amazing. Yeah, that's after being in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. Just a big thank you, and uh, <laughs> hope you guys have a happy New Year. Uh, that's it. That's all I got, Giuseppe. All right, great. Yeah, once again, thanks everybody for your participation this year. Um, please, 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 please let me know if you have any intentions of, again, I, I, I hate saying this because it's not like I'm trying to tell people to quit by any means, but at the same time, let's just say the, my reserve of people that might be willing to be in the league is a lot less than it used to be, especially since I moved out of the country. So the most advanced notices is possible would be great. Again, my intention is to have everybody, my hope, my desire is for everybody to stick around, you know, keep going and keep things, you know, as, as is, but obviously I know that things change in life and uh, I want to be, you know, sensitive to that. So if, if you do have any, you know, anything that's going to cause you to not be able to be in the league, you know, as soon as you can let me know the better, so that way we can, we can make those adjustments. But again, hope to see you, uh, you guys all again next year. Um, I'll, 
at some point I'll do the lottery like before and sometime in the summer and then we'll we'll do the draft Labor Day weekend like we always do. And yeah, go from there. So everybody, uh thanks again for for everything. Have a great I hope you had a great Christmas, have a great new year, uh successful twenty twenty three. And this has been the what two thousand twenty two recap end of year fantasy football scoop and Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.